Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. Thank you to all of our sponsors, and especially to our espresso-level sponsors, Helix Managed WordPress Hosting, for both their sponsorship and for hosting our site, and to Expander Digital for both their sponsorship and providing SEO services to us. Now enjoy the episode. Welcome to this episode of WP Coffee Talk. Today, I am joined by Alex Vasquez. Alex, it's nice to meet you. How are you today? Oh my gosh. You know what? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And I usually tell people how we've met. And in this case, this is our first meeting. So we have tweeted we, at one another. We have, we have. And thank you for having me on. And this does actually bring up a question or, or something I literally just thought of right now. Mm-hmm. When Did you go to WordCamp US last year? I have been to every WordCamp US. Well, turns out I went to WordCamp US last year too. Well, we and were the only people there. I think <laughs> we were the only, there were a lot of people there. I, I think, and I don't know, but I think you might've, you, you might've been there. And I think I might remember seeing you there, but I don't think we actually met there. Okay. Well, you, your face looks familiar as well. Um, it could be because I keep confusing you with Chris Pratt. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am bootleg Chris Pratt. And, you know, just really quick about that. It, and I've, I've told the story way too many times, but I was at a karaoke bar and I just sang a song, Puff the Magic Dragon, clearly. And this woman walks up to me. She says, oh, my goodness. That was a really weird song. Um, but also, has anyone ever told you you look like Chris Pratt? And before I could answer, which the answer was yes, but before I could get that out, she said, but not the one from Guardians of the Galaxy, the other one from Parks and Rec. So I, I kind of like the, the, the skeezier version of, of Chris Pratt. She wanted to make sure that I knew that. So anyway, thank you for, thank you, thank you. So, so, so you're not the buff version of Chris Pratt is what I just heard. Looking at my chest? No, I'm not, but it's okay. I only see you from here up, so, you know, you could be. I don't know. Well, I, I'm like, nope, nope, not so much. I got I, I to gotta hit the gym a little bit harder. I hear you. I hear you. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, so, I, I have a digital marketing agency called DigiSavvy, and we do a lot of WordPress development and uh, marketing automation. So, uh, so we help people build sites and then we help people get more out of their, um, out of their, out of their customers, out of their clientele. So we basically help businesses sell smarter. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, I've seen your mug fly by a couple of times. I always ask people to show us their mug. So show us your mug a little, there you go. Cross campus. What's that? I'm going to, I'm going to show you the goods. So cross campus is a nifty little co-working space uh, akin to a WeWork. And that is, that is where I have an office at. And um, cross campus is pretty much in Southern California and uh, Arizona, but they uh, were one of the first spaces to, to let 
on me organize uh, WordPress meetups. So they let us do that for free uh, for a good while, and now they let us do it for fairly cheap. Um, it, so so that's that part's great. So they've been a really good supporter of the WordPress community in, in the general Los Angeles area. And um, yeah, and then I host a couple of uh, WordPress meetups and I've organized a few WordCamps in my day and uh, that's that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> What's in your mug? What are you drinking? You know what? I'm beginning to think you're going to ask me a lot of questions. What I want to know is what's in your mug. Well, this is my mug. This is my newest Wonder Woman mug. My first time using it and it's iridescent. So as you turn it around, it turns different colors, which is kind of cool. That's and way cooler than this one. <laughs> this was a birthday gift. It was my birthday this week. I turned 51 on Tuesday. And Happy I'm drinking birthday. tea. Happy birthday. Thank you. Huh. Thank you. So my Wonder well, Woman mug. I don't know if you saw my tweet yesterday, but I tweeted about being Wonder Woman. And I thought everybody should know that yesterday Wonder Woman came to work with one red shoe on and one black shoe on. Because I didn't even realize I was wearing two different color <laughs> shoes until about halfway through the day. So yeah. Well, it's because you meant to. That's why you didn't notice it. I told the waitress at dinner last night I had another pair just like them at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's super clever. I love that. So um, I'm drinking. I'm drinking tea. I'm, you, you have bourbon or something in yours? You're not. A, you don't want oh, to tell no, us. Oh no! 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 <laughs> no! I I have I actually have coffee in okay. the coffee mug, which is ill-advised. It's about two p.m. here on the West Coast. And this is going to keep me up until 4 a.m. tomorrow. There you go. I did that the other day. Yeah. I've had already three coffees today. And this is tea, so I probably will still be wired by tomorrow morning as well. So, but let's move into... Well... Yes. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's get weird. Let's, let's get into some weird questions right now. I want to I get into those questions. I want to learn more about you. So the first question I ask is, how did you get started with WordPress? Mm -hmm. Well, um, okay, so I got started back in 2008, and uh, I started with a blog. Uh, it wasn't for a client or anything, and it was just doing development-related stuff, web-related stuff was all just a hobby, and so I started blogging, and I started blogging on something uh, that I talked about a lot, and I guess I still kind of do, uh, but I, I started a dating blog, and the dating blog uh, was my very first WordPress site, and it kind of grew and grew and grew over the years, and, um, and I learned a lot about just digital marketing, search engine optimization, best practices, and things like that, and uh, that helps to grow uh, a somewhat large audience at the time, and I parlayed that into uh, doing more uh, consulting work uh, around digital marketing. So that's my, that's my origin story, and I just kind of fell backwards into it, and I feel like a lot of folks in in the WordPress space and, and probably other spaces too, but kind of fall backward into into this into this uh, field, I guess, 
Like, is that similar to how you, you got into WordPress? Well, I have my undergraduate degree in religion and philosophy, and I have uh-huh. my master's in business administration and marketing. And so, yes, um, and I worked in higher education for 20 years. So I did not set out with the intention to be a web designer, work in the web space. But let's remember that when I was in college, there was no web. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You, nobody studied for that back then. <laughs> So it was a little bit different. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, it's just a sign of the times. Well, yeah, yeah it, it's a sign of the times. There's not much in the way of, uh, even still, like, it, the education has not caught up with, you know, with, with the prevailing technologies that, that we mm-hmm. use. Like, it's, we're, we're still behind there, but that's, that's a whole other story. But stumbled into WordPress, fell into WordPress. Those are very common origin stories for a lot of people, so... Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It just the whole blogging thing. And it, and it's crazy too, because without knowing it um, or without realizing it, you know, blogging uh, can lead to joining other communities of other writers and bloggers. Um, And that was, I think my first taste of joining a community based around, um, you know, based around like a digital space uh it because you know i i don't really get out there in the digital space and, and socialize with people too much so blogging was kind of the first foray into that and then getting into wordpress uh you know it, it's just this big rabbit hole that you go deeper and deeper into and you, you start meeting more people and you're like oh hey these people are awesome and then you find that you end up meeting a lot of people who don't live close to you and so you know people through Twitter or, or whatever the medium is, and you all just kind of have this common thread uh, that, that you think about and talk about and cry over and laugh over. And hey, it's, it's WordPress, bringing people together since 2002. There you go. I love it. That's awesome. It's almost like an eHarmony ad, but not quite. <laughs> it, it, it is. <laughs> It, it totally is. It totally is. I, I often said, so having gone through a divorce myself and being so much into the WordPress community that somebody needs to start like WPDating.com. And we just have like a match.com, but for WordPress people so that we understand each other's backgrounds. I'd pay to join that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it's, yeah, yeah. I think so. It Because it, it I think... It, working in a digital space, whether it's remotely or just for yourself or a distributed company remotely, but it, a lot of people still don't quite understand what goes into that and like uh, what it, they just don't get it. They don't understand it. Okay. So, you know, it'd be nice to have someone that you can talk to and they're like, oh yeah, I totally get that. And, you know, it, so it, so I'm picking up what you're putting down. So I'm just, so I, I think you should build it. So after we get off our call today, I'm going to check if WP Harmony is available. <laughs> oh my God, that that that's a crazy good name right there. Right? So if I... you build it, if you build it, I don't know what's going to happen with it. I, I have like a morbid curiosity. I want to know what's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not sure how the whole back end of that works, but we'll figure it out. I could just be up late at night matching people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no algorithm, nothing like that. I just like, oh, they look like they go together. You 
Yeah, yeah, same, same. So uh, what's something that when you look at websites, and I know that you build websites, you look at websites, what's something that you think that web designers, web developers need to focus more attention on in general that would make websites um, better and stronger for site visitors? So, um, wow, then that's, that's a good question. Um, Thank you. I wrote them all myself. <laughs> so, so I think that, um, I mean, people who build sites, who develop sites, uh, or implement them, uh, in whatever capacity, you know, there, there's a lot of smarts there. There's a lot of know-how and I sites do get developed or built um, without connecting connecting the build of that site to to a business goal like what are we really trying to do here and because it, and I'm guilty of this too sometimes you get kind of uh, tunnel visioned into building really cool stuff that looks nice or looks pretty but uh, or just has some really neat uh, visual effects built into it but at the end of the day, you're trying to sell something. And I do see a lot of sites that kind of lack that sort of, uh, that sort of goal-driven purpose. And I especially see it with people who kind of just jump right in and start building, the, building it themselves, whether they're using like a WordPress page builder or something else like Wix or Squarespace. Um, a lot of time, and I see I see this weekly because uh, I work with the small. To I'll talk to random uh, business owners about their website stuff, and it's almost always the same conversation. Lack of um, there, there's just a lack of defining a goal and then building a site around achieving that goal. So I would like to see more uh, builds out there. That makes sense. Um, I, I agree. There's a lot of sites where there's no clear call to action. Like, what am I supposed to do when I get here? What's the point of being here? Um, even a brochure, brochure site yeah. should have some kind of a call to action on it. So. Well, now, one thing I, I have for you. So you're, you're creative and you, like, you, you're a thinker. You, you really, you're great with content and everything. Is that correct? I like to think so, yes. Yeah, well, don't don't be falsely modest. You're you're a great <laughs> content creator. So thank you. Um, so so own it. You 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 get to own it. So um, so one thing I was going to ask you is when people are out there building sites or having it developed for them, do you do you notice like when you're looking at sites, there's like a lack of a voice, a lack of the person uh, or their business voice, just just the overall lack of a voice in a lot of sites. And is that something, and if so, do you think that is potentially hurting people from getting new business? You know, I think depending on the business, it can be, right? So even Amazon has a bit of a voice just in the color scheme and the layout mm -hmm. and how they address you. And honestly, I've talked about this in the past too, is that I think that your voice really shows in your 404 page. And I think that the lack of a custom 404 page clearly shows that there's not a lot of forethought about how you appear to the outside world. So, for example, if, uh, on WPCoffeeTalk.com, if you were to 
hack my 404 page, you're going to see a stack of empty coffee cups, and you're going to see some text that says something like, much like those coffee cups, this page is empty. So at least there you can see a little bit of my sense of humor. <laughs> it's directive. It says, hey, you can you know, click home above, or here's the link to the next episode. So there's, like, there's action you can do. There's humor in it. I realize you don't want to be here. You realize you didn't want to be here, but hey, let's figure out where to get you on, how to get you where you want to go. And so building things like that into it can really show the kind of voice that you have on your site. And I love that. I love that because, and this is something that, that comes up from time to time too, is I'll talk to really smart business owners and they, they, they're doing amazing things, but when it, but just the content's dry, you know, it's like, I do this, I do that give me a phone call. And it's maybe, maybe give me a phone call. Mm -hmm. It's just like, here's my stuff. But a lot of times people just don't know what to say about themselves. They don't know how to, they don't know how to project their interest or their excitement over what it is that they're building or doing. And I had a conversation with a gal uh, who is making her own clothing and she's selling it. But like all the photos on her site, are just like a mannequin wearing a tank top or something like that. Like right. it's just completely absent of her image of her voice. And she just is so shy and, uh, but it's important to include that. So it, I, I'm always interested to hear thoughts from content creators on, on voice and you know, how you integrate that into your, into your business and into your site. Right. So like I said, sometimes it depends on the kind of business you have too. So even if you're running a funeral home, like maybe a sense of humor is not the right thing to include. Um, but you still don't want your site to read like a textbook. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, missed, I missed that. What did you say? Well, no, I was like, I disagree. Funeral homes are a great opportunity for humor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being facetious. This is why I would never succeed at running a funeral home. I would go out of yeah. business very quickly. I wouldn't either, especially like as soon as everybody settled down, I'd want to play Pop Goes the Weasel and have everybody just kind of watching the casket to see what happens. But no, that, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> but you want your website to read more like a love letter to your customers than a textbook about what you do. So some level yeah. of, gen, you know, genuineness or gen, genu, I don't know what the right word is, genuity, but <laughs> genuineness. You know, yeah. it, we're, we're, we're going to say that word flies, genuity. I like genuity. If you could have ingenuity, you could have genuity, right? I think so. Like if we put it, if we vote and put it into ordinary, then that means it's a real word. I'm going to put it up as a Twitter poll after this, and we're going to see how many people agree with us. <laughs> you have at least one. There this you guy. go. So if anybody out there is listening to us, I know that you're hearing a little bit of static. We're having a pretty windy day, so I apologize for any of the delays and uh, static notes that are coming through. Hopefully this will all play out well when we're done. But yeah. We're going to keep plugging along, and uh, the next question I have for you is, what's something that you wish you had known about WordPress and working in the web earlier than you discovered it that might have made your journey a little easier along the way? Uh, that there are a lot of other people using it and that there's a bright, big, vibrant community out there. Um, 
I, I used WordPress for maybe three years before I ventured to any sort of community event. And just if someone had said, hey, you know, there's a lot of people who, <laughs> who use this thing, um, I think that would have helped me sooner because j just the advice and wisdom that's been shared with me at, early on just really guided me to to where I wanted to be and and really inspired me to, to kind of strike out and uh, work for myself which was something that was never in my line of sight you know I never wanted to work independently or anything um, but just seeing other people who were on that journey just was really inspiring to me. So I think if I had met some of these people sooner, uh, you know, I probably would have uh, probably would have taken the the leap to working independently sooner. Makes sense to me. Now, what are some of your favorite WordCamp or Meetup talks or experiences? Maybe something that was a pivotal or inspiring moment for you, whether you were the speaker, audience member, or hallway track, whatever it was. Oh, wow. Okay. So the very first WordCamp I went to was WordCamp Orange County in 2012. Um, that camp really opened my eyes to what was possible with WordPress and not just what WordPress could do, but what you could do with it and how you could make a living using it. Just um, and it really introduced me to a lot of folks who are dear friends of mine today. Um, but also, I think just, um, yeah, I, I don't know that it was any talk that really, that I could say that talk changed my life. But I think just encouragement from other people to contribute um, made a huge difference. Um, I think the encouragement gave me the confidence to, to actually get up and, and start uh, talking at, at events too. I haven't talked at a ton of WordCamps, but um, it definitely inspired me to put myself out there a little bit more because, you know, I, I, yeah, I, sometimes I, and I, I don't think I would have, gotten up and, and spoken had I not gone to a WordCamp and been inspired by other people. So good job, Orange County. I think WordCamps need a little more bootleg Chris Pratt because I bet you work a lot of fun humor into your talks as well. I'm going to guess, just guessing. You would, you, you would think so, but you know what? I do. I totally yeah, do. I, um, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a minute since I've spoken at anything, but uh, yeah, I might have to start making the rant. Yeah. Are you going to be at WordCamp US in a couple weeks? Um, you know, I thought I was going to, but then I saw that um, my arch nemesis in, in the WordPress space is going to be there. And when I saw that he was going to be there, I decided to not go. Um, his name is Matt Cromwell. And he and I do not get along. He puts on this facade that he's this great family man, but I know what he's up to. That guy is an evil, not an evil genius. 
whatever's like five pegs below evil genius. Actually, let's put it like 12 pegs below evil genius. He's like an, he's just like an evil person guy. He's an evil person guy. And I'm not fooled by him and neither should you. So Matt Cromwell, if you're watching this, I'm not going to work camp. <laughs> and you froze so, right on there. <laughs> I'm going to passively aggressively drink my coffee. Oh, did I? Oh, man. I, well, I'm just going to passively aggressively drink my coffee and smear at Matt. There you go. He'll appreciate it. There you go. Oh, I'll have to make sure to tag him when we post this one up on the uh, internet so he knows how evil he is. Oh, no. I will tag him. I will, I will tag him. And it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, yeah, I have a lot of strong feelings. Oh, there you go. Well, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so <laughs> I have to admit before, uh, before we joined up online today that I was pouring over your website, uh, DigiSavvy. DigiSavvy, is that I say it right? Oh, no. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Okay, cool. I know you keep you, kind you of- You got it. You got it. Yeah. So I was on your website and I went to the About Us page and scrolled down and I was looking at your team. And my favorite part of that whole page is the titles that your teammates have. I think that some of those are absolutely <laughs> fun, brilliant titles. Like, um, now I've forgotten it. It was in my head a minute ago. The Happening, what is her title? happening whisperer yeah yeah it, it just like the the things that like the 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 making it happen whisperer so just uh you know like people it, she gets stuff done she kind of knows she's wise beyond her years that sort of thing so uh that that's just kind of the title that I, I bequeathed unto her, and uh, yeah, I, I think Cass was very happy about that. Full stack heart attack, that's another one I remember off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Nick is a full stack heart attack, very handsome guy, uh, and he lives in Argentina, and mm. uh, he, he's just way too smart and way too handsome, and it's not fair. And he's also really funny. Like, he, no one should be able to have all of those three. You know, it, it's kind of like that thing. If you want a website that's fast, cheap, and good, choose two. Like, right. he gets all three. It's not fair. Uh, it's not that's fair. really not fair. Not, not fair at all. He's the trifecta. No. You don't see that very often. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Triple threat. Triple threat. And then, I mean, there's, there's other people, of course. I scrolled down, and I saw Amber Hewitt. And I know Amber. And I was like, shout out to Amber. So I had to give a shout out to Amber here. Amber is great. So, and that's another thing too about, about the community is there's so many talented people that you can partner with on your projects. And in addition to Amber, like Amber and I have worked on a lot of stuff together. Um, another really good friend of mine, Natalie McLeese, we kind of hire each other out for different things. Uh, I hire I've hired her out for some accessibility related work uh, recently and um, it, it's awesome. And then she's hired me for uh, other development related work and also some content related stuff too. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, 
it's neat how you can kind of partner with other folks in the space and then kind of create your own little business ecosystem or <laughs> ecosystem ecosystem yeah yeah oh my goodness that that's a new word ecosystem there it is we're, we're just coining them right and left today <laughs> i know i you you and i should be creating content together i don't know what time that i think we should i i it's coming i can tell at some point this is just it's gonna happen now, I don't know if you're hearing it, but sometimes yeah, when I talk, I'm sure. I'm starting to hear a Dalek in the background when I'm talking, too. So um, just for anybody who is listening, Doctor Who has not entered the room. Anyway. It could just be my laptop, too. Like, this thing is working. Like, I'm doing all sorts of crazy stuff on it, and I'm not. It's like, MacBook, calm down. There you go. I'm sure, though, that I wouldn't be hearing myself through your MacBook, so I don't know. I'm just still going to blame the wind. So I, I'm going to blame the wind too. There you go. <laughs> well, your website is clearly set up for accessibility as well. So I, as I was looking at your website, nothing was, the contrasting colors are great. Nothing was so small. I could, these 51 year old eyes couldn't read it. Um, I was really impressed with how well organized your content seemed for accessibility. I'm not an accessibility expert, but I could tell that you had designed it with accessibility in mind. So can you talk a little bit about your own, si your own site and the things that you've done and how you work with your team? So, uh, so the, the site, so thank you for the kind words on the site. I should tell you, I did most of the design, which, um, which it's not, again, I'm my own worst critic. Um, I definitely see some opportunities for improvement, um, but uh, but the way I would break it down is, again, a site should be goal oriented. Every section on your site should have a goal. Like if you're breaking things down by section, and this is typical with homepages, everything should have a goal. Like we should not just have a picture there just because. Like we have to be telling a story or telling someone to click on a thing, right? Or like everything should be functional. And it, like if it's going to be on the page, then let's make sure that it is A, that it serves a purpose and B, uh, from anything else on the page, right? So, so that's something that I always think about when I'm building something out is, is it clear what you're supposed to do here? Um, and in build with intent. Uh, so if you want someone to contact you, which like every site <laughs> wants you to contact them or, or, or buy something, whatever it is, then be intentional, like be, be bold about it. Um, just, just do the thing. So, so we are like redesigning the site right now. So that that's going through, through a process, but the, the idea is to simplify things and to make sure that people get to where they need to go. And an analogy that I, that I often think about is like, if you were to pour, if you're the kind of monster that's gonna pour water into an anthill, right? That water uh, represents our places where content exists. So, you, you want it to be like an easy journey for the visitor to get to where they want to go. So if you theoretically, if you pour water into your website, 
that water is going to easily get to every chamber in the hill, so to speak. So that, that's how I think about it. I'm not sure that's a great analogy or even a very good one, but that's, that's how I see it. So um, whenever I try to tell that to people I talk to, they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and anyway, so that, so again, just be purpose-driven, have some goals. Every page should have a purpose, you know, like what am I trying to do here? So as long as you can answer that question and then your content executes that, that then you've achieved something. That's awesome. And it looks like you've got a really great team, some talented people. Yeah, so it, that's hard to find. It, it, it's hard to connect with, with solid folks. Um, the, and like, I think, I, I don't know how, it, I'll be honest with you, I don't know how to necessarily hire folks, but I do think that um, you, you find someone, you talk to them, you figure out what they're passionate about, and then if you can figure out where it is that they're trying to get to, like what are their goals, what are they trying to accomplish? If the work that you do can help get them there, then that's what you, then that's, that's what I try to do uh, as much as possible. So if it helps someone get from point A to point B, that's, that's great. And, uh, you know, it, I think you, you find out really quickly where people's passions and talents lie by just the work they do and what they produce and where they struggle too. And I've, I've learned so much about, you know, trying to lead folks, you know, trying to lead a team over, over the last several years. That's great. I like that. I like to build a team that works well together, that accomplish the goal together. Um, that's always something that I strive for when I'm hiring. And that's something that I found in the team that I work for um, at impress.org too. So it's yeah. definitely feels good, especially if you are working remotely. It's very important that everybody has even like a higher level of that since you're not in the same room and you're not drafting off each other's creativity and vibes in yeah. the physical space. So you have to be able to have that over the remote waves. For well. sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So let, let me move into my rapid fire questions with you. As I told you right. um, earlier, I asked them rapidly. You would take as much time as you'd like to answer them. But my first question is, are, what are two or three must-have plugins that you would recommend to somebody who's building their own website? Well, I, I think an SEO is absolutely necessary, and the two that I would recommend, and they both do mostly the same thing, so either or, but um, Yoast SEO or the SEO framework. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and those are just going to help in the long term, especially with organic search. Mm -hmm. Great. Any other plugins other than... Oh, you know, <laughs> um, I feel like that answer is is yes, but um, just for for basic, just for basic usage, I think. Oh, I, I feel like I should have a better answer than this. I I'm just gonna say that that I'm just gonna say SEO plugins right now generally, and I feel like. I should have a better answer, <laughs> but okay. I'm just going to say no. I'm going to say no, it, you know, because with 
the changes that have happened to WordPress as far as building out content and everything. Um, I think that if you're just doing something simple, the SEO plugin is probably the one thing I would recommend that you absolutely should have. Mm -hmm. um, because it, like your host is probably gonna have caching. If it doesn't, then hey, a, a caching plugin would, would be pretty nice too. So I'm just mm -hmm. gonna, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna be okay. very simple. SEO plugin, if you need it, a caching plugin. Okay, well, I'm going to ask you a deeper question then. So, oh. <laughs> and it's not on the list. And so in Rochester, every year we have what we call the battle of the forms. So at least at one of our meetups, we taught everybody, it's almost like hosting companies. You know, if somebody stands in a room full of WordPress people and says, what's the best hosting company? 50 answers come out of the woodwork, right? Yep. And so, some will have a few more than others, but in, in the same I found is to be true of, of plugins for forms. So you can use offsite things like JotForm, sure. which is a plugin, right? Which is just um, frames, uh, iframe, but you could yeah. go with a plugin as well. So do you have a go-to form plugin? I do, NinjaForms. Uh, I've been a big NinjaForms fan for a long time. They've got a really great team. Uh, and just the interface, managing the plugin, uh, the layouts and what have you, I think is super easy. And I, I think they do it better than, than some of the other options that are out there. So I'm a big fan of it. And I built an add-on for, for Ninja Forms uh, about a year and a half ago. And they, they actually just, Ninja Forms just bought it from me. Uh, nice. if, few months ago actually but yeah so I'm I'm pretty big on ninja forms so that would be <laughs> that would be there, the one you go with so so um, that, that that would be the other one so there it is well by the time this airs James Laws who is the head of ninja forms I did an episode with him and that's going to be published very soon so that one will be out in in ahead of yours actually so Okay, well, I will we'll have to mention that, that, I, that I plugged that, that plugin. I plugged the <laughs> plugin. There it is. Plug the plugin. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> At any point when, in your WordPress journey, so when you started, any point through today, have you had a mentor, whether it's an official uh, relationship or kind of unofficial, somebody you looked up to, somebody took you under their wing, um, et cetera? Who was it? So, um, there's a gentleman named Steve Zengit, and uh, he's in Orange County. He has a company called Zeke Interactive, and I have I have relied on his advice so often. Uh, this legal issue with this client, what do I do? Or Steve, how do I bill for for this, and how do I bill for that? And um. So Steve Zangit, in an unofficial capacity, someone I, I always look to for advice when mm -hmm. there's something really challenging that I'm dealing with. And then um, the, there's two other gentlemen, uh, Jeffrey Zinn and Brandon Dove uh, from Pixeljar. They're also in Orange County and a big part of the Southern California community. I've learned so much from the two of them as well. And, and they've inspired me to be more involved in, in the community as well. So th those three folks are just a few who come off the top of my head. Um, but there, there's just an endless number of names of people who have 
who, who have helped me out immensely. That's awesome. Um, other than those three, who is somebody that you admire in the WordPress community and why? Oh, can you ask that one more time? I, yeah. I didn't catch all of that. I know. I think the wind got us on that one. I said, other than the three that you just mentioned, uh, who is somebody that you admire in the WordPress community and why? Oh, um, so in the community, there's, so I'm going to say the community team at, at the foundation at WordCamp Central, I, I always forget what the name of that organization is, but um, just, uh, so Cami Chaos, Andrea Middleton, uh, Angela Jen, and Courtney, whose last name I'm forgetting. Courtney PK. It, it, yes, we'll just call her CPK. I'm sure yeah. she loves being called CPK. Um, so just their um, their community, their or their team is super supportive of of, you know, of the various camps that that they have to help with, and there's tons of camps. Um, and I, I don't think they get enough love for the work <clears throat> that they do, but they they really I think what they do is they they help so many people by empowering them to to do great things within their community and uh it 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 blows my mind because people come together they plan events and planning a word camp is tough <laughs> there's a lot that goes into it and the reason why we have so many small events is that is so that we can have more involvement from a diverse group of people uh, working toward a common goal. And it's amazing to see every time, uh, you know, these events may not have thousands of attendees, but I mean, these it's a Herculean uh, effort to, to put this together. So their, their team empowers that and deserve a, a lot of credit. Yeah, I can 100% agree with that. Absolutely. They're a yeah, wonderful sure. group of people, for sure. Absolutely. What's something that you'd like to learn in WordPress that you haven't tackled yet? Something to learn in WordPress that I haven't tackled yet. Well, um, I think from a technical perspective, uh, I have just not, I, I have not learned to build a, a native uh, block or Gutenberg block yet. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's something that I need to do. I've been relying on ACF blocks, which is still pretty great, but there's a lot more flexibility in building native blocks and just being able to take the time to learn how to do that, I think would be fantastic. Yeah. I can agree with that. I have not learned that myself. I'm not a developer, but I still think I can learn some things here and there about those kinds of things. Uh, yeah, what's, absolutely. Absolutely. What's one of the biggest WordPress mistakes you've ever made and what did you learn from it? <clears throat> so uh, I, hosed, I hosed a development database. I was working on a project and we were nearly completed with it most all of the work had been done on the development environment and I accidentally overwrote the, the database and uh, we ended up losing a ton of work. And not only was it that I, um, the issue wasn't necessarily that I overwrote the database. The issue was I 
didn't enable backups. So there was no backup of that dev database. So we lost like weeks of work and um, my client was very unhappy. And uh, so, so I think with that standard process, a standard procedure of the things that you do when you start a new project and enabling backups is one of the things that I, that is a part of that process. So go me. There you go. Well, the flip side of that question is what's your proudest WordPress moment? Oh, so, um, so there's a client that I have, um, called urban Southern and, um, they came to me, they needed their site built in a short period of time. Like I think we had less than a month to get something built and we got it built and we got the site delivered and they, their first, and this was like during the Christmas holiday season, but they, they had made um, nearly like 40 or 50 sales within like the first week or so of them that they they had sold maybe 10 products in in two years online so so that in and of itself was a big win but also and i think the thing that i feel very proud of even though i didn't directly have anything to do with it but i helped them build the platform so that they could get to this next point was they were featured on Fox business and that feature just led a flood of traffic to their site. And they, they did like six figures worth of sales in, in, in just a couple of weeks. So it, there was a couple of big milestones there and it was just amazing. And my client let me know, she said, you know, this is, this is just nuts. I never thought that my biggest problem would be, having to package orders. And it, it was just like, boom, here's all these sales now mailing them out. So I, I was super proud of them for what they were able to achieve. And <clears throat> they did that purely through content, you know, like they, they did that through content and they had the platform to support, uh, support all the good things that happened after that. That's awesome. One of the websites that I built, I built a website several years ago. I'm not even going to tell you the name of it because it's, it's, it's mobile responsive. That's about the best I can say from it. Um, is it, it probably should be rebuilt again, but anyway, I built this website for a travel agency. Their previous website had no forms. So they just had an email address, et cetera. So I built them a brand new website content was good the way the layout was good and they had a contact form yeah. and they sold fifty thousand dollars more travel in the first month that site was up and when they asked people Whoa. how did you what what made you contact us they specifically cited the website and how easy it was to interact with them because well, of the form uh, so yeah that's exciting when that happens for sure that's that's nuts yeah so that was a good thing yeah, yeah. not triple digits yeah, that, but close <laughs> Well, yeah, I think victory is victory, right? Like okay. it, it's just getting people further along in the journey, you know, like empowering people, empowering your clients to, to do great things or just to get to that next milestone. Like that's, that's what it's about. Absolutely. 
If you weren't working in web and web technologies, what's another career that you might like to attempt? Um, so stand-up, stand-up comedy. I've never done it. Um, I think I'd like to give it a try. I have lots of terrible jokes and uh, I, I'd like to tell them to somebody or a lot of somebody's. Um, but yeah, so that I think is something I, I'd like to definitely give a try. And I think, you know, that I could definitely do that and still do what I'm doing. But yeah, yeah, just to answer the question, stand up. So there it is. I thought you were going to say Chris Pratt stunt, stunt double, but you know. <laughs> oh, you know, missed opportunity. You know what? You should go into stand up. Not, not <laughs> that, that, that's like good material. That, that's, that's like a good callback right there. There you go. I need to connect you and Christy Witt in Ottawa. She actually does stand up and WordPress. So maybe the two of you could have a conversation about how she got involved with it. Yeah, because I have zero idea on how to do any of that. So, so okay. any, anything would be super useful. Awesome. I will get you guys connected. Um, what's something on your bucket list? Something on my bucket list. Well, something on my bucket list. It, it's travel related. So there, I, I would like to visit the Great Wall of China, which I know seems pretty darn basic, um, but I haven't done much travel in my day, and I've just started to do a little more travel. And um, so that's definitely on my bucket list. So I, I, wanna, I wanna do it, and I wanna make a snow angel on it, even though like that's probably not possible. So there, <laughs> there it is. You'll have, you'll have to bring your own snow too, that's all there is to it. <laughs> I, you know what, not a problem. I, I'm a determined and able-bodied person. I, I'm going to bring some snow with me. There you go. Perfect. That'll work out really well. I often <laughs> tell people here, my, one of my bucket list items is to give a TED Talk. But one of my oh. other bucket list items is to have Matt Mullenweg on WP Coffee Talk. So we'll see if either one of those things happens. So, you know, with, with, with Matt Mullenweg, so... Actually, here's, here's a couple of things. So I've asked him two questions related to his hair. Uh, one was at a, at a WordCamp in San Diego, and we got like a really great story. My, my question was, yo, Matt, when are you going to cut that mop off your head? Because his hair was getting a little grizzly. And he told this great story about how his mom asked him the same question uh, ahead of him meeting Barack Obama. And, um, and he still didn't cut his hair, just so you know. The second time was at a word camp a few years ago, I asked him like, hey dude, your hair is white. Are you stressed out? And then he proceeded to not answer my question for five minutes, uh, which was awkward. Then, then, and most recently, this is not a question, but I took a trip to Japan and I was with a friend. We were at a ramen shop and I'm eating and and I look over and I see these people who come in and they're sitting down and I'm like, one of those people looks oddly familiar. Like, oh shit, shit, it's Matt Mullenweg. <laughs> he walked into my ramen shop and I walked over and I'm like, hey, I know you. You're Matt Mullenweg. And he says, hi, I'm Matt. And that's my Matt impression. But <laughs> um, 
uh, I mean, he meets people all the time. He did not remember me or anything, um, which I'm not bitter about, but I'm totally bitter about it. Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it, what are the chances of that, right? Like, yeah. I'm probably the only person, it, my friend is like, who is that guy? And I'm like, oh, he created WordPress. And my friend's like, who is that person? <laughs> so, um, but it was just wild that, um, you know, th this guy was just randomly traveling. I'm randomly traveling and he walks into the place that I'm eating uh, ramen at. And who knew? It, I mean, what are the odds? And that's when he told you whether he was stressed or not. And that was why he had white what? hair. <laughs> Years later. Remember me. And again, <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. He didn't remember <laughs> anything about me. He, that guy didn't remember shit. And yes, I'm a little bit mad. So all right, I'm taking this off. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> he, he won't remember me either. But at WordCamp 20, US 2016, I believe, so that was the second year in Philly, yep. mm -hmm. he randomly sat down at my table for lunch. It was one seat left. And so I, and only two of us at the table had any clue who he was. So I introduced him to the people I'd just met and all this other stuff. So I started just asking him random questions and having a conversation. And then I said to him, well, I do have one question that I've never seen you answer anywhere. Do you use an iPhone or an Android? And he looked at me funny and he's got that, like, I'm going to answer her and like the marketing answer, right? He says, well, I have to do testing on both, don't I? And I looked at him, I said, but which one do you call your mother on? <laughs> and his answer was the iPhone. No. <laughs> so anyway. Well, he, he does remember you at last year's WordCamp. He said, by the way, no questions from that Michelle person. So... <laughs> Exactly. Um, I was on the organizing team for that. So without knowing it, Michelle, you're totally blackballed from asking questions at work. Well, I'm, a, I'm on the organizing team this year, so I wasn't going to anyway. So there you go. <laughs> well, well, thank you for organizing. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's been a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun too. Um, yep. show, us, show us or tell us about one of your hidden talents, something that the WordPress community might not know about you. Oh, no. I don't know that I have any hidden, well, um, I mean, I beatbox, but not really well. Um, but it, it's, so it's like boots and cats and boots and cats and boots. And that's, that's my hidden talent. That's, that's, that's all I got. That's pretty cool. That's very cool, actually. It, it's it, like my mom thinks it's cool. At least that's what she tells me. She says, oh, son, that's nice. And, and, I, and I'm like, thanks, mom. And she's, oh, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> that, that's like, that's the only, that's the only hidden talent I've got. Um, yeah, I, yeah. And it stays hidden for good reason. I hear you. I hear you. So... How can we find you online? How do we find you on Twitter, social media, and what's your website? Well, okay. So I've got a few answers here. So you can find me on Twitter at Alex J. Vasquez. You can find uh, a couple of my businesses. So I got a couple. There's at Digisavvy. And then there's at Ignition Deck. And I'm trying to think, where else can you find me online? 
Oh, and then my personal website is xt dash dash five y b four five. I'm not on the dark web, so don't look. <laughs> but uh, oh, and then um, I, I do have a personal website at alexhasnicehair.com. That's my other hidden talent is my my nice hair. So uh, it is I'm just very having nice. it. And your your beard thank is you. super and nice. It's not, well, thank you. It, my hair is not great. It's not very good. It's just nice. It's nice. <laughs> yes, and that's a whole other story. But um, yeah, that's yeah. It, it, it's it, my hair is a known quantity around here, and it is so nice. It has its own website. I I think that's amazing. I need to develop similar sites myself. Not for my hair necessarily, but I will find. I, Michelle has nice nails. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I approve. I, there you I go. think they're very nice. And, and, and you know, and I, we're, that's my last question for you, actually, unless there's anything else you'd like to talk about. Uh, I mean, that's a dangerous question. I could just randomly talk about weird stuff. Um, <laughs> the I skeleton in the room? My well, the, the skeleton in the room. Oh. That's There's right. a skeleton right there. But uh, no, aside from that, um, just please tell Matt Cromwell, stop sending me packets of tapioca pudding. It's really strange. I don't know why he's doing it. I don't know why he thinks it's funny, but if he could stop sending me packets of tapioca pudding, that would be excellent. I'll, I'll put in that request for you. Change to and chocolate. You, you I heard... <laughs> Well, you and the rest of the team and um, you all are amazing. Everyone is awesome. Just that <laughs> Matt guy. Yeah. I'll let him know. I'll let him know. He's got to back off on the tapioca. So, so more vanilla, more chocolate, or no pudding at all? Just, just no pudding at all. It, it's really okay. strange. Um, I don't get the joke, but... Um, whatever so um oh i have one more thing to plug i totally forgot tell me i actually do have a podcast and it's called it's called the do weekly podcast it's a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners by small Ooh, business owners that's you exciting can find it at doweeklypodcast.com that's all i got boom drop mic i love it mic. drop it <laughs> We'll make sure that we put that on your um, post on WP Coffee Talk as well. Link to that. So we'll uh, help you get the word out. So thank you so much for being on thank the show so today. Much. In spite of the wind and all these other and issues. Thank you. This was, this was lovely. Good. I'm glad. This was lovely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. And uh, I don't since you won't be at WordCamp US because of that Cromwell guy, hopefully our paths will yeah. cross in, in real life again soon where we actually see each other and we do recognize each other and can say hello. I look forward to that day. I do as well. So thank you for, so much. Goodbye to everybody out there in WP Coffee Talk land. Have another cup and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks, Bye. Alex. WP Coffee Talk with Michelle Frechette is a proud supporter of WP and Up, whose mission is to support and promote positive mental health within the WordPress community. Visit their website at wpandup.org.